What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 12 of season three. I'm your host, Kurt Field. And it is your boy, the real Bruno Shady. Kurt, I'm a, a, a speak, spoken word. I'm a spoken word, spoken words, these lyrics to you that are very topical. And you're going to try to tell me what it is. I don't know how much you know about the real Bruno Shady. Kurt, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. This is what may I always stand up. May he, this is what I always think of when I think of Thanksgiving. I don't know why. Like a Thanksgiving turkey, a holiday ham, cinnamon sprinkled on toast, strawberry marmalade jam. Kurt, can you name that song? No. No, it's, it's it, clearly an Eminem song. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I can't rap like Eminem. It's from uh, Music Box by Eminem. It's on the yeah, it's I a bonus track on the Relapse Deluxe Edition. I really like the Relapse album. I yeah. just, I'm not a big bonus track guy. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I'm like if it didn't make the original cut, I don't know, fam. I don't know if I'm in. It's fair. I'll send it to you after, but I don't know why. In my in my head all day, I've just been like a Thanksgiving turkey, a holiday <laughs> ham. Like I've just I can't stop saying that in my head the whole day. So I'll send you to it after. But <laughs> what uh, is it? Marmalade jam. Uh, cinnamon sprinkled on toast, strawberry marmalade jam. I, we love some strawberry mm. jam. And here's cinnamon a, sprinkled on toast. Here's here's a hot take though. Here's mm. a hot take, and I'm going to ask you your question on this. Yep. Um, when it comes to peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is grape or strawberry a superior flavor? Is grape or strawberry a superior? I'm trying to think. When, I, haven't, jelly. I haven't. I haven't made a peanut butter jelly in so long. I think I was a big. I'm going to interrupt you again. I was a big student union peanut butter and jelly. Were you really? That is hilarious. Yeah, like two a day. Those things are. Those things are fire. And here's the thing. Apparently, I used to love strawberry. I mean, um, I just outed myself. God mm. damn it. But uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and then I didn't eat them for like 12 years. And then I got to college, and I was like, this is the best thing of all time. <laughs> but I am a huge proponent of strawberry jelly. Okay. I want peanut yeah. butter and strawberry. Here's what I was going to say. I feel like the classic is grape, and I feel like when it we're is, younger. It definitely is. I feel like when we're younger, our parents make us grape. And then I feel like you grow up, like you just your nuts drop, and you're like, all right, I'm a fucking <laughs> man now. And then you switch to strawberry because it's superior. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Strawberry is just such a superior flavor to grape, too, in my head. I don't know. That could be another hot take, but I just strawberry strawberry jelly is where it's at. I'm a big strawberry guy. Um, I'm with you on that one, Kurt. I'd be remiss though. I, I it's on my brain and I can't get it off my brain, so I'm just gonna say it out loud. We're talking music, right? Obviously, Eminem not very topical right now. Kurt, you listen to Adele's new album? I did. It'll it'll do some dirty things to your emotions, Kurt. Here's my thing, dude. It was. It was a roller coaster. It, it was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster, <laughs> and like the th- I was looking at um, Twitter, which is the least shocking yeah. thing of all time. But no, it was like how Damien Harris and like Matt Judon were like tweeting about the Adele album. I was like, we got some Adele listeners out here <laughs> in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Adele listeners in the chat. Matt Judon out here getting spicy with it. Oh my um, god. It was an it was it was a very interesting album, my friend. Yeah, and Kurt, uh, honestly, I listened to it one time on Friday, and by the end, you know, the tears, the the eyes weren't dry, and I was like, you know what, we gotta fucking put a pause on this and take a weekend well, off. It was like really sad at the beginning, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like the middle of it, she's like she's like saluting around a little bit, and then <laughs> at the end, it was like it was like. <laughs> Oh, you you want everyone to cry? Yeah, <laughs> all of the people on Earth. all of the people. <laughs> um, oh, all right, last thing, Kurt. Before we start, I just I had a bunch of things on my mind, and for those who don't know, Kurt and I don't really talk too much before we start recording, so I haven't seen Kurt or talked to Kurt in a little bit. So, Kurt, expert opinion. You know, mm-hmm. speaking of taking it easy on me, I'm gonna need. Kurt, Are we it, gonna do this again? No, 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 no. We're not. <laughs> we're not. I just had to squeeze that in there, Kurt. In a different league, so not our not our Gampa league. Different league. I have Tom Brady. 
my opponent has Chris Godwin. This is for the number one seed and for playoff buys because we do two-week matchups. This is the last week of the regular season right now. I'm, I'm down 5.28, and it's PPR. And he has Godwin, and I have Tom Brady. So we just need Brady to go the fuck off to Gronk or passing to Leonard Fournette. Or Sorry, I have, the, I have the brain capacity of a squirrel. You have Tom Brady? I have Tom Brady. He and has down, Chris, And you're down five. Yep, 5.28, and he has Chris Godwin. You should win the game. It's just, here's the thing, though. Because in my head, I was like, okay, Brady gets 20 to 25. But then if he passes even one touchdown to Godwin, that's a problem. Yeah, I, I think Godwin's going to get like 15 points. Well, that's what I'm saying. And I, so I need Brady to get like 20 to 20 to 25 like i said so well i'm a nice guy i've got one on my team i'm gonna i'm gonna purposely root against him i don't need him to do anything for me so i'm gonna root against chris godwin your team's what about to be 11 and oh yeah you don't need anything more kurt yeah that's humble brag have you ever had an undefeated like has this ever happened to you i don't think i've ever gone undefeated like ever bruno i was terrible when we started this league what is this year four or five something like maybe four or five yeah i was terrible the first three years like i was really really bad to borderline mediocre and now um, <laughs> I got hot at the end of last year, won the whole damn thing, and now have somehow rattled off 11 straight wins. Yeah. So I don't know. My time is coming, though. I am positive I'm going to lose. Well, I'm going to lose at some point. Until you lose or win, I guess, people are going to be asking if you peaked too early. So we'll just have to see. Some might say, Bruno, are you ready to roll in the deep? I thought you were well, – first of all, God, I, I'm not going to be able to do that this whole time. No, and second either. of all, I thought you were about to say, well, you know who's not peaking too early. I thought that's where we were going. Oh, but I, I am ready to roll. I, I could have segued like that. <laughs> but, Bruno, I need my music cue. I need my music cue. Cue the music. Do, 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 do. Oh, wait. Cue. Yeah. Okay, good. Now the music should be playing. If I did, if I did this correctly, music should be playing. Uh, there was not a whole lot of music being played yesterday mm. afternoon in Buffalo, mm. Bruno. All you could hear were the crying and the sighing <laughs> from Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, Bruno, yesterday, welcome to the Jonathan Taylor Show, my friend. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your potential mm. 2021 NFL MVP, Jonathan the Badger Taylor. <laughs> Bruno, want to hear what the Badger had yesterday on the ground? <laughs> what he 32 have? carries, 185 yards. Four rushing touchdowns. Do you think that's enough? Mm-mm, not no. Enough. That's not enough. He also had a receiving touchdown. And uh, the respect, Bruno, it's been earned, not given. Um, I think what was so crazy about this game for me, Bruno, is the fact that I I always knew that the Colts had a really good offensive line. And I knew they had a good running game with Jonathan Taylor. I didn't know Buffalo was the kind of team that would cave that quickly do you kind of know what i'm saying because oh, yeah. this one started to get away pretty early um and buffalo just showed no resolve they like they wanted like no part of the game um the 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 colts defense forced four bills turnovers and lambasted them 41 <laughs> to 15 um i think it's fair to say the colts are rounding into form and buffalo is going the opposite direction bruno um they're um Buffalo happens to not be the number one team in the AFC East. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you who is. I'm not going. I am not going to tell you who is. <laughs> but they're not number one anymore, and it's just this is two teams going in opposite directions. Colts are getting hot. They've they started zero and three. Now they're um, I don't have six and four. I don't know what I don't know what they are. But they're they're hot. They're hot. Um, while, while the Bills are also six and four, it's not an impressive six and four. They have the easiest schedule in the entire NFL, and this is what we're getting. I don't know. I would not be feeling too good if I were a Buffalo fan, Bruno. 
Yeah, absolutely. Especially because we have to play them two more times. And the way that we're we're playing and the way that they're playing, that should make Patriots fans feel good and Bills fans feel not so good, Kurt. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Um, Kurt, you know who isn't feeling good? Anyone. Anyone who watched Ravens-Bears this weekend. And while the Ravens <laughs> won 16-13, to that score is absolutely irrelevant because Lamar Jackson – Leading up to the game this week that he'd been like, he's sick, he might not play. And we all kind of were like, oh, yeah, he's going to play. Ruled out before the game, not COVID, not the flu. They don't know what it is. Hopefully he feels better like later this week. So Tyler Huntley, not Brett Brett Hundley, who I originally thought that was at first, or not some other random person. Tyler Huntley starts the Ravens. And mm-hmm. on top of that, Kurt, Justin Fields gets injured in the first half. And we think he... He yes. hurt his ribs. We don't know if they're broken. Question All these mark. weird reports. They, mm-hmm. They're still figuring it out. But he was out of the game in the first half, leading it to Andy Dalton coming in to play against Tyler Huntley, Kurt. And anytime you have that quarterback matchup, Kurt, anytime those two quarterbacks are duking it out on your screen, you just it's not going to be a great game. So it wasn't a great game. The Bears were kind of up for a while. The Ravens came back to win. Again, the Ravens are happy for the playoff picture. They survived the game without Lamar. I think the Bears, you know, their season is what it is at this point. They just hope Justin Fields is okay. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I hope Justin Fields is okay too. Um, this would have been so awesome if Andy if Andy Dalton was able to come lead them to a comeback win. Um, Chicago would have just been that would have been a huge win for Chicago. The Ravens it would have been great for Pats fans too if, if the Bears were able right. to hold on. And for a while it looked like that was going to happen until our boy uh, Tyler Huntley. I've never ever ever <laughs> ever said that name before yesterday. Um, Game winning drive. So good oh for him. Good for him. Yep. Bruno. <clears throat> Uh, there are some certain people in a certain region of this country, uh, you know, specifically Detroit, mm. who might want to set fire to the rain. I'm going <laughs> to keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. Bruno, the Lions are sad. Oh, my God. These are some sad Lions. One might call them Slions. <laughs> One might call them Slions. Bruno, they had an opportunity to win this game, and obviously they were coming off last week. Their only time this season where they have not won a game. I mean, whoa, lost a the game. They did not lose a game last week, which felt like a win, but it wasn't a win. Right. So this week they were going for a win. They didn't get it, Bruno. They lose ah. 13 to 10 to the Browns. Nick Chubb, star of the show for the Browns, had 130 rushing yards. Um, he had a receiving touchdown. But here's what I uh, I will take away from this too. I am very happy that uh, in hindsight, the Patriots did not have to play Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, however, 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 that's not the point of this. Um, the Browns just were able to run the clock out at the end of the game, seal the deal. This was an awful game, boring game. No one no one won seeing this game, and uh, especially the Lions. They certainly did not win. Yeah, Kurt. Tough for the Lions considering, like, again, for a winless team, there's not going to be too many golden opportunities to win a game this year, which is hilarious to say because we're talking about winning it one is game. hilarious. But this was their chance this week, and they couldn't get it done. So nope. those are some sad Lions, Kurt. Um, it's Lions. Slions, <laughs> yes, the the Slions, the Slions. <laughs> um, Kurt, you know who else is sad this week? The motherfucking not me, not uh, not I, not you, not us, but the motherfucking Titans, Kurt. Kurt, in a game that somehow I feel like everyone saw coming, but also no one saw coming at the same time. If that makes any sense, the fucking Texans of all the teams are the team that beat the Titans. Stop their winning streak. The Titans had beaten like five playoff contenders slash Super Bowl contenders in a row. Literally, the Titans were looking unbeatable. And then so coming into this game, it's what you call a classic trap game, right? So they're coming into this game, maybe a classic trap game, divisional game. Kurt, it's still the Texans. I think it's fair to yeah. say the Titans should have won this game. 
but they do not. The Texans say, hello, it's me. They're winning 22-13. to 13. <laughs> Uh, Kurt, the stats in this game kind of hilarious. The Titans outgained the Texans 420 to 190 in total yards. Oh, you, re- you heard that God. right. 420 to 190. They got 11 more first downs than the Texans, and they won the time of possession battle, Kurt. Yet, Kurt, the absolute biggest reason why this game went in favor of the Texans was because the Texans picked off the Titans four times, Kurt. Not one, not two, not three, but four times. And force a fumble and recover that as well. So anytime you you know you force five turnovers on defense, it's going to be hard for the other team to come away. So it was pouring rain. It was a little bit of a trap game. Titans came out sloppy, right? So they didn't get the job done. I guess we'll have to see, Kurt, because you know, spoiler alert. I think we already said this. We're playing the Titans next week in Foxborough Sunday at one o'clock. So I kind of don't like that now all week Rabel is going to have this as like guys who fucking suck to play much better against the Patriots. I don't like that that's going to be happening, Kurt. But, you know, at least if there's anything we could take away from this game, Bill could maybe study it. I don't like that either. However, the, the Titans have been a different team without Derrick Henry. Have they sure. won some games without him? Yes, but sure. it hasn't been pretty. Um, so I it sets the stage for a beautiful beautiful 1 p.m. start in Foxborough this Sunday. Bruno, ready to talk some NFC North? I'm ready. I'm ready to. Let's talk Vikings Packers, Bruno. Mm. Vikes Pack. Mm. Um, Bruno, you should have had gone with your goddamn gut. <sighs> During the pick six, you, you should have gone with the, your goddamn <laughs> gut. You know why? Because you really could have been turning tables. Oh, no. Walk into oh, that one. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, Bruno, you literally said out loud that you wanted to go with the Vikings. And you should have picked the Vikings, but you took the Packers. Bruno, what happened? You t- Bruno, you tell me right now what happened. Well, Kurt, complete shocker. The Vikings played a close game, Kurt, and this time they came out on top. They did. 34-31, wild game, tons of back-and-forth action. Vikings ended up going up 23-10 to in the third quarter, but the Packers then responded with back-to-back touchdown catches by literally nobody else but Devontae Adams. He has the most receiving touchdowns ever. Um, against the Vikings. That's a little Great. NFC North fun NFC North fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. Kirk, um, I'm not elite cousins. <laughs> uh, led the Vikings down on a touchdown drive with two minutes and 17 seconds left. Hit Justin Jefferson, um, who, I mean, he's arrived. He's arrived, Bruno. We said this even last year. He was a rookie last year, correct, I believe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 169 yards, two touchdowns yesterday. The man is on the scene. I'd argue maybe Devontae Adams was not the best receiver in the game yesterday. Hot take. Uh, but literally 10 seconds later, Aaron Rodgers hits uh, MVS. What is it? Marquez Valdez. Marquez Valdez. Scantling. Scantling. <laughs> um, 75-yard touchdown. Tied the game up at 31. It literally, like, how do you let that happen? If you're the Vikings, how do you let that happen? I, 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 uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But literally, I, I know I just called him not elite, but Kirk motherfucking Cousins. <laughs> I'm still not elite cousins, <laughs> says this shit is easy and leads the Vikings down to hit a game-winning field goal with literally zeros on the clock. No time remaining. Um, this is worth noting. Green Bay uh, did drop a surefire interception on the final drive, but uh, Bruno, it don't matter because there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's sure. a huge win for the Vikings. Um, they're starting to win these close games. We talked about it on the pod. We talked about it on the pick six. Their five losses, 18 points combined, they're in every game. Now they're starting to win these games. Watch out. Maybe the Vikings can be a little bit of a wagon burner. Yeah, Kurt, and nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Fuck them Bills. <laughs> I just, I just, you said wagons. That's all I could think of. But, yeah, Kurt, absolutely. Uh, Kurt, 
another team that's starting that is to my name. That's an my name. Another team, Kurt. 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 That's me. That's not my name. That's not, that's my, not name. my name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Kurt, I don't know where we go from there, other than uh, to this next game, Kurt, where a surprising AFC East second place contender has emerged, mm. and it's not the Bills. Mm. It's also not the Jets, because they suck. <laughs> so it's the Dolphins, Kurt, who won their. Kurt, I'm going to say this clearly just so that everybody can understand me. They won their third game in a row. The motherfucking Miami Dolphins, Kurt. Kurt, they beat the Jets 24-17, and if Jets, Jeff, Jets fans didn't already want to be chasing pavements, Kurt, they sure do after yes. this week. Yes! <laughs> they yes. sure do after this week. I will say uh, the fact that this was kind of close is kind of pathetic considering the Jets. Kurt, the Jets literally started Joe Flacco. They started Joe Flacco this week. I mean, I don't know where you are as a franchise if you're saying he gives you the best chance to win, but I guess you're the Jets. So it was 14-14 to heading into the fourth quarter before the Dolphins' defense kind of put their foot down and said, look, we're literally not losing this game to the shitty-ass Jets. So I guess the takeaways, again, if you're the Jets, you're probably going to lose every game. If you're the Dolphins, Tua actually looked pretty solid this game. He was throwing some deep balls, which I think people have been wanting for a while now, especially when you have receivers like Jaden Waddle on the team. Will Fuller is going to get it back out there, all that sort of stuff. So... I guess you're happy about that if you're a Dolphins fan. I mean, look, they won their third game in a row. That's probably the most important thing. And, Kurt, all of a sudden, the Bills aren't even fighting for first anymore. They're fighting for second. They are, because I'll remind you just again, the Buffalo Bills are not in first place in the NFC East. <laughs> again, I'm not going to spoil who is in first, but it's it's not the Bills, and we just talked about the other two. So, I mean, Bruno, um, we don't particularly care about this next team that I'm going to talk about, mm. but um, I think they're ready to uh, to be loved. Oh, is God. what I, I think is what they're ready to be. <laughs> don't look now, Bruno. Don't look now. But the Eagles, who oh. were born in the Tarsh, beat the Saints yesterday, who merely adopted the Tarsh <laughs> the Tarsh being. Uh, Eagles win forty to twenty nine. Eagles go crazy on the ground. 242 rushing yards. Miles Sanders, Jalen Hurts, and Jordan Howard both rush for over 60 yards. Jalen Hurts, um, pretty pedestrian through the air, but every time the Eagles had the ball, they kept moving. They were able to move the ball because of that running game. Mm -hmm. um, he Jalen Hurts, Bruno? Not one. Not two. But motherfucking three! Three <laughs> touchdowns. Um, if I wasn't good and I was, you know, I was playing against him in fantasy last mm. yesterday, I, I might have lost, but I'm good. You're good. So, so <laughs> thank you for thank that. Thank you for that. Um, Darius Slay had a pick six. Jake Elliott added four field goals. Eagles, they're confirmed flying as fuck, Bruno. They're fucking flying. They're flying up there. <laughs> um, Saints, obviously, no Alvin Kamara and their two starting tackles. So. Them putting up 29 points in context is not the worst thing for them. That's, that's right. not a bad game without Alvin Kamara. However, they're 0-3 now since Jameis got injured, and um, that kind of leaves every single person in the world <laughs> kind of wondering why is Trevor Simeon still playing football. <laughs> Kurt, first of all, extremely yes on that. And second of all, okay, I think I saw this on Twitter earlier, but I didn't process it. Did you see that Taysom Hill news that I'm yes. tweeted out? I guess this is a topical time to say this. I guess... I'll do my best to explain it, and Kurt will give you the intelligent version of this. I saw he got a hybrid contract that pays him more. It's so strange. Depending on the position he plays. So it's yes. like a base salary of $40 million, could go up to $95 million. It's very heavily tied to if he's the starting quarterback or not. Kurt, 
they're giving him this contract, and yet they had Trevor Simeon start the last three games. What the fuck? Let me just read this Adam Schefter tweet. <laughs> okay, New it. Orleans quarterback, which first made me, I was like, hmm, I guess, mm. yes, technically quarterback, but, like, I don't yeah. know. New Orleans quarterback Taysom Hill signed a unique, that's a good word, Adam, mm. four-year hybrid type of contract extension that could be worth anywhere between $40 million and $95 million. That's a pretty wide gap, yep. Adam. Uh, <laughs> depending on the position he plays, and includes $22.5 million guaranteed, sources tell ESPN. Mm. Taysom Hill's hybrid deal is unique and unlike other contracts because it pays him $40 million base salary for the role that he's currently playing and up to an additional $55 million if he does become the Saints' starting quarterback for the next four seasons. I, Kurt, it's just if you're going to pay – we already said this previously about the like two-year $20 million deal he's on right now or whatever he previously signed. If you're going to be paying him, then you better fucking play him. If you're going to pay – you literally took the words out of my mouth. If you're going to pay him that money, make him yeah. your stupid fucking quarterback. Just do it. It ain't going to get worse than Trevor Simeon. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly not going to get any I worse. I mean, sheesh mageesh. Sheesh mcfucking teesh. So we'll, I guess we just have to continue wondering why Trevor Simeon is playing, but we'll see next week who the starting quarterback we'll will be. We'll keep wartin', wart, uh, waiting on the world to change. Bro. Waiting on the world to change, Kurt. Well, Kurt, rumor well. has it. <laughs> this past weekend, a little certain uh, homecoming for a couple of players. We had Cam Newton starting for the Panthers. We had already talked about that last week. We're all happy for the guy. Last year was what it was. We're happy to see him back and starting, especially on his hometown, or not his hometown, but his, his original team. And then we had Washington football team, Ron Rivera, beloved figure in the community, coming home. Uh, back to Carolina, coming with the Washington football team. Also on the visiting sideline, it was this great big storyline. And Kurt. Maybe we've seen too many Disney movies. I, I myself, you know, Disney owns Marvel. I know it's kind of crazy, mm -hmm. but Disney owns Marvel. So I've seen a lot of Marvel movies, a.k.a. I've seen a lot of Disney movies, Kurt. Kurt, usually in those movies, the, you know, the storybook ending usually happens. That's a signature thing that happens. Kurt, the Washington football team said, fuck the story, fuck mm -hmm. the book, and mm -hmm. fuck the storybook. Mm -hmm. They were the party poopers. Mm -hmm. They were the boogeymen, and they were the villains this week. Mm -hmm. Ruined the storybook comeback. They won 27-21. Mm -hmm. to Kurt, I will say... Cam, all things considered, again, it's still only his second week on the team. He had a pretty solid day. His stats, 21 for 27, which is pretty good. Only 189 yards, but still, he had two touchdown passes. One was a gorgeous one to CMC, and he rushed for another, right? So he had a pretty good day. He's one quarter of the way to his amount of touchdowns as he had all of last season with the Patriots. That's depressing. For one game. Yep. That's depressing. That's um, seasonal depression <laughs> kicking back in. Yep. But, uh, Kurt, it, on the other side of things, I never thought I'd be saying this. Taylor Heineke was the best quarterback on the field. He and Scary Terry have an insane connection. It felt like anytime you needed something, Scary Terry was there. Antonio Gibson had a day as well. Kurt, I, I feel kind of weird because I distinctly remember saying two weeks ago or so, I was like, this Washington football defense is like the worst thing I've ever seen. So yep. overrated. Yep. They're garbage. Why did we think they were going to be good? They're bad. And then the last two weeks, they beat the Bucks, And then they actually kind of win the game for the uh, for the Washington football team this week by Cam actually had the ball last, or the Panthers had the ball last. And they were going down the field on a potentially game-winning drive. Defense forced, uh, uh, for failed fourth down conversion. So... I will say both these teams, Kurt, uh, they're kind of at the crossroads. I think Washington football team's four and six, Carolina's five and six. So every game for them right now has to be important. So you know, you know, you know, the Washington football team is pretty pumped. <laughs> they won. We'll see kind of what where both these teams kind of go because you know these both these teams over the last two weeks have a new look. So we'll see rest of the season what they're doing. Yeah, uh, the Washington football team is the story of the game for me in this one. Uh, they have won two straight, like you pointed out. Uh, the rest of their schedule, Bruno, and again, I don't really think they're going to be a team that like gets in the playoffs or anything 
But weirder shit has happened this year. Oh, yeah. So then they play a terrible Seattle team. We'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. Uh, next. And then a pretty bad Raiders team after that. And then they finish with five straight NFC East games. Oh, my God. So, they, yeah, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. They play Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles in that order? Did I stutter? You did not, my good sir, but that is – I've never seen a schedule <laughs> yeah. like Cowboy, that. Cowboy, Eagles, Cowboy, Eagles, Giants. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, so everything is still in front of them, Bruno. Kurt, you did say before the season they were your pick to win the division. And as much as I celebrated early on, it's not how you start. And it's not. It's how you finish. Yeah, but I mean, I still think they're finished. <laughs> anyway, okay, well, yeah, anyways, <laughs> Bruno, <clears throat> do you remember a few years ago, or as I like to say, when we were young? Oh my God! God and <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo was our backup quarterback. Yeah. Well, he's kind of got things <sighs> turning around a little bit out in San Francisco right now. Talking San Francisco 49ers, Jacksonville Jaguars. 49ers win this one 30 to 10. Can you imagine being a Jaguars fan? Honest, honest answer. Can you I imagine? Literally, literally cannot. It would literally be the worst, uh, simply because Jaguars are the worst. Uh, the 49ers <laughs> come off a Monday night showdown last week against the Rams, and they fly all the way across the country on a short week to completely dominate the Jaguars. This game um, was even more of a blowout as the Jaguars really scored two garbage a garbage time touchdown to even it to uh double digits get to a whopping 10 points in this game thank goodness um but jimmy g throws two touchdowns debo samuel channels his inner 2019 boston celtics in playing (laughs) positionless football as he rushes for eight eight, rushes rushes did i stutter no i did did not stutter eight times for 79 yards and one tutty as the 49ers just they just went down and they took care of business against urban meyer and that schmuck of a football team that he has um if you thought all was already lost to the jaguars you were uh, simply wrong because they also lost the lone bright spot of their entire season pretty much uh jamal agnew i said that right right oh yeah he really has been the only, I mean, even Trevor Lawrence has been a disappointment. He's been about yeah. the only good thing for them. He's yeah. good in the kick the kick return game. He's been he's been really solid for them. Well, he's gone. So <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> and uh it's uh it's just it's really, really sad for the Jaguars. But hey, they're it could be worse. They could be the Lions, bro. <laughs> well, to our, our our beloved uh excitement, they are the bad Jaguars, bro. Kurt, also, shout out the uh, 2019 Boston Celtics playing positionless basketball. You can be whatever you want in 2019. <laughs> you can play whatever position. You can do whatever you want. It was like every guy on our team was 6'5". And we were like, center, 6'5". Point guard, 6'5". Everybody yep. else, wings, 6'5". 6'5". <laughs> it, was, it was great. Uh, Kurt, uh, the Bengals this week came out and said, all that other shit, Kurt, water under the bridge. As yes. they come off their bye week and they say, Fuck that losing shit we were doing before our bye. Absolutely not. Losing for fucking nerds. Joe Burrow said, I'm not a fucking nerd and I'm not losing anymore. No more. Raiders. No more. Stood no chance. No more. The Raiders stood no chance as the Bengals came out and won 32 to 13. Again, the the game itself wasn't really that entertaining. I mean, the Bengals only came into the fourth quarter with 13 points. They finished with 32. So they, you know, they did have that killer instinct in closing up the game that you like to see. Again, their star players performed for them. Joe Mixon ran for two touchdowns. Jamar Chase caught another. And Kurt, speaking of rookie wide receivers, he leads all of them with eight touchdown catches on the year. Kurt, shout out that preseason storyline of Jamar Chase not being able to see the football and not being able to catch. Yes, uh, that is, (laughs) we've we've come a long way. 
We've come a long <laughs> We've way. We've come a long that. way. Yep, come a long way. Uh, your boy, Kurt, Darren Waller, also came a, long uh, came a long way. He got back on track this week. Seven catches, 116 yards. Again, uh, he's your fantasy boy, so I have to make note of that when he, uh, when he plays well. Sadly, uh, not enough as the Raiders season continues to head south fast. It real it it astronomically fast. Astronomically it, 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 fast. it came crashing down pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Um Bruno. Yep. Um let's pretend you're Patrick Mahomes. Let's okay. pretend Marshall Mathers never picked up a pen. <laughs> we could do that. We could <laughs> okay. do, let's pretend you're Patrick Mahomes, okay? Yep. Dak Prescott today is wishing he was someone like you. Oh no. How did we not use that one already? That I don't know. I was like, wait a second. We haven't done that one yet. Um, but he would be feeling that way because the Chiefs Oh they're hot. They're red hot. They win yesterday in a, a beautiful four PM start. Um, they beat the Cowboys nineteen to nine. This was a massive win for the Chiefs. Um, and there's just simply no sugarcoating that Bruno. Yep. Um I think over the last couple of weeks here, I have been rightly, that's the wrong word, but like correctly critical of the Chiefs defense. Yeah. But I don't really think I was seeing the whole picture. Hand hmm. up. That's that's nice of me to admit. Hand up. Okay. I don't like the Chiefs. Okay. Um, okay. They've been really good the last couple of weeks. And it's, it's kind of their defense because the Chiefs are winning games and not even scoring 20 points. Um, so they're kind of being carried by their defense right now. Chris Jones, sure. Frank Clark, those boys, um, they're getting after the quarterback. Dak, Dak had a, uh, a rough a rough go of it yesterday. Right. Um, basically what happened was um, Amari Cooper was out for the game, which obviously is a huge, huge loss for Dallas. He was put on the COVID list. It is what it is. Okay? It is what it is. But uh, then if, if things couldn't have got worse with Amari <laughs> Cooper out, they simply did because CeeDee Lamb did. was knocked out of the game, concussed in the first half. Uh, Zeke ended up hurting his ankle for a brief stint during the first quarter. Uh, he did stay in the game, but he when he came back, Bruno, let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. The man was not himself. Spade. Spade. And uh, starting left tackle, Tyron Smith uh, missed his third game in a row, which definitely played a huge role in like what I mentioned. Chris Jones dominating three and a half sacks yesterday for the Chiefs. Mm. You shitting me? No, you ain't shitting me. Mm -hmm. That really happened, Bruno. Um, <laughs> massive win for the Chiefs. They needed this. But, again, I don't mm, I don't know how I want to word this because I think the Chiefs are one of the two best teams in the AFC right now. Right now. And it's changed week to week. It's changed week to week. I think they're one of the – don't give me that look. He's giving me a, he's giving me a dirty look. It was an eye roll. It was a pretty dirty look while you're at it. But it's uh, – they're hot – their defense is all of a sudden playing hot, and their offense is not. And I'm confused because that's not very Chiefs-like. But um, Spagnola or whatever the hell their defense coordinator yeah. is, he's kind of he's kind of got them playing a little bit well right now, and I don't really like that. I don't really like that, Bruno. Um, but I, I will say it has appeared that the Chiefs have arrived. I don't think this is a back-breaking loss for the Cowboys by any means, but it's certainly one they would have liked to have. So uh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Kurt, uh, so everything you said was was fair, right? Yes, it's it was. Undeni Thank you. It's undeniable. Well, shut the fuck up. Hey, it's hey, undeniable. Hey. <laughs> it's undeniable that the Chiefs defense has played better over the last couple of weeks, right? I will say, last week was the Raiders. The Raiders just got basically the same type of loss this week to the Bengals, right? Which we would probably all put a tear down from the Chiefs. So that's worth noting. And then again, this week, Kurt, 
I'm not an excuses guy. I will say, though, the Cowboys were missing so many of their pieces of their offense specifically. Not just mm -hmm. anyone on the team. Not special teamers. Yep. Not second string guys. Their starting stars on offense were a lot of them, and including the offensive line, were out or like got injured yeah. today. So my thing is this. Is it true that the Chiefs defense is absolutely playing better right now and they've needed them to play better to win recently? Yes, you can say that. But, Kurt, if you don't think a healthy Cowboys team couldn't have put up 20 plus points to win the game yesterday you're at the same level of intelligence as someone who follows jackson mahomes on tiktok and that's just a fact that couldn't be me girl <laughs> oh Kurt, i don't know you you seem to know the latest of what's going down on his tiktok sometimes so it's I because <laughs> i see them reposted on twitter you weasel hut oh, okay oh, oh we oh uh weasel or weenie hut jr that's what i was going for weenie hut juniors <laughs> weenie hut super juniors oh no oh no i don't I'm even know i'm sending you to the i'm sending you to the chum bucket yeah, I'm going to have to buy some inflatable arms and blow them up and pretend I'm strong. <laughs> IYK, so, YK. Yeah, YK, YK. Uh, Kurt, uh, the Seattle Seahawks season, we alluded to it earlier. It's looking like a real sky fall. The sky is falling yes. if you're a Seahawks fan, Kurt, because we saw last week Russell Wilson, this big hubbubaloo of him coming back. He posts all the crazy hype videos. It's all, you know, Russell Wilson. He's returning way quicker from an injury, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They go mm -hmm. and lose to the Packers 17 nothing, and we're like, okay, first came back blah 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 we were kind of making excuses even though on the inside all of us were like zero points they scored zero fucking points he got uh, shut there, out right there was also dk metcalf last week like getting into a fight and getting ejected there was a lot of other stuff going on and i think all of us assumed coming into this week another game for the cardinals without kyler murray another game for the cardinals without deandre hopkins i you, you, i think we all were like okay this is the bounce back game we were expecting from the seahawks right kurt fucking wrong i don't know what the fuck is happening Kurt. Oh, but russell wreck. wilson he just I, he maybe he just came back too early or maybe he just sucks or maybe the seahawks just yeah suck, maybe it's that whole roster yeah kurt and i don't know what the fuck's going on but kurt i'm not a math guy but over the last two games with russell wilson the seahawks are averaging 6.5 points per game not even a full touchdown and extra point combo kurt not even that it's like one game they got the extra point and one game they didn't. And that's all they got. That's so, all they got. That's, yeah, that's not what you want to see, Kurt. Um, I will say, if you're the Cardinals, uh, big dick Colt McCoy put his big dick on the table and said, this is the second year in a row. I had to look. I didn't know this. I obviously saw this on the, the NFL stats. Loves to say shit like this. He, last year, came into Seattle and won as a member of the Giants. And this year, he comes into Seattle and wins as a member of the Cardinals. So he's just won in Seattle two years in a row. Kind of weird story. The thing for the Cardinals, Kurt, just to uh, get get this train back on track zach Ertz catches two touchdown passes he continues to play really well since being traded from the eagles james connor ran for another he has played phenomenally since chase Edmonds has been out if you're the cardinals you're ecstatic to come out with this win again especially because they've struggled without murray and hopkins and understandably so so if you're the cardinals you head into your bye you just hope you get healthy and for the home stretch you hope you're ready to go kurt if you're the seahawks they are three and seven and i think he kind of said it but it's like at a certain point this roster, even Pete Carroll, you just kind of have to be like, what, like, how long are we going to do this? Because that, they're looking like shite. And that was my, after watching the game, um, that was my only takeaway from the game. This is Pete Carroll's last season in Seattle. Yeah. He's going to yeah. get fired. It's, uh, I think he's kind of, not worn out his welcome. I think he's a good guy. Um, but I, it's pretty clear that that roster is not where it needs to be and they're not performing for him. So I don't, yep. not great. Yep. Bruno. Mm -hmm. oh, fuck, I didn't. I didn't start thinking of a <laughs> Oh, no. All right, I'll filibuster. No, um, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. I okay, got it. Okay, okay. Um, um, Bruno, last night we were having um, <laughs> a little little get-together for my mom uh, for her little yeah. for her birthday. 
Uh, oh, shout happy out Sandy. And I, uh, I drink wine. I drank oh, wine. I drank it. wine, drink wine, and close enough. Um, <laughs> while I was watching a little bit of Chargers-Steelers action last night, mm -hmm. and um, if I wasn't drunk, this game was, Bruno. That's all I got to say about that. In the, by far, the wildest game of the week, Chargers come out on top uh, on a back-and-forth affair with the Steelers, 41-37. Let me break this down real nice Break for it you. down. So, Bruno, we're going to start. Chargers were up 27-10 heading into the fourth quarter. People mm -hmm. probably turned it off. I'm not gonna lie. I went. I showered. I was like, I've seen oh. enough. I've seen enough of okay. this. I'm like, I'm gonna go okay. hop in the hop in the shower, shower, <laughs> steam it up a shower, little bit. Um, uh, and then maybe. I mean, I went back to watch it, but some people might have went back in this morning and be like, huh, what happened? Well, <laughs> yeah. Bruno, the Chargers and Steelers combined for seven scores in the fourth quarter, which was equal to the amount of scores they had in the first, second, and third quarters. Combined. How about <laughs> that for some math, Bruno? Oh, Steelers yeah. were down 27-10 at the start of the fourth quarter and 34-20 with 8 minutes and 48 seconds to go in the eight game. 848. Bruno, again, did I stutter? Did I motherfucking stutter? Did I stutter? <laughs> no. Uh, the Steelers end up going all the way. Sorry. Let me let me back up. They come okay. all the way back, <laughs> yep. like Kim Kardashian, um, by scoring three times in a row. With the help of a Chargers interception, I will add that. Um, and a Chargers failed fourth down conversion. The Steelers came back to take the lead 37-34. You would Crazy. think maybe that's over. It was not over. Chargers then come back. Um, they blew their multiple double-digit leads. Justin Herbert, the boy. And he's still the a boy. boy. The young boy. Still, he he brought them. He, he resuscitated them. He brought resuscitated. them. Resuscitated. He brought them back to life. <laughs> brought them back to life. Fifteen. <laughs> Can I get an amen? <laughs> so a fifty-three-yard so touchdown to Mike Williams. <laughs> they go on top, forty-one thirty-seven. Uh, defense ends up stopping the Steelers on fourth down. Can I get a hallelujah to oh save the final God. drive, seal the win? <laughs> if it wasn't for Jonathan Taylor, Bruno, and his massive game for the Colts. Everyone would be talking about Austin Eckler today. He ended up with 50 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns, 65 receiving yards, and two receiving touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns and a mm. lot of total yardage in the game. Mm. Justin Herbert, that young boy that I was talking about. Young boy. 380, 300, Kurt, reel it in. 382 yards, three touchdowns, and the Chargers outgained the Steelers in this game. 533 to 300 in total yards. Just a, a ass whooping in that regard. Um, this was a massive win for the Chargers. They're right in the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the AFC and the AFC standings for the playoffs. Steelers are also there, but this loss hurts them, especially with their tie. They're, the Steelers are really just going to fuck things up for the entire yep. AFC, aren't they, with that stupid yep. tie? Well, anyway, heartbreaking loss for them. Big win for the Chargers. Take me to church, Bruno. <laughs> Oh my god, I've got a little hosier on this bitch, Kurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt, I don't know what was a wilder ride, the game or that breakdown. That was fucking fantastic. You know, I just let, I let, I let the Lord overcome me and I let oh, him do his god. thing. <laughs> hey, the year of our Lord. The year of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I'm not gonna say his name because we don't okay. all we don't all appreciate we don't all J F T C Jesus Sorry for my sins. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> okay. You know what time it is? I, it's not time for confession, Kurt, because I don't do that. <laughs> it's not. It's not time for that. <laughs> but it's time for me to confess. Oh man! That the Patriots <laughs> are back. Oh, let's go, baby. Let's, let's go.
know. Ooh. <sighs> Deep breath. <laughs> Dude, we we got to rein it back in just a little. <laughs> so Bruno, we usually uh. start this show by talking yep. about third last Thursday night. True. Last Thursday night. Thank you. Well, we didn't start because it was the Patriots game this week. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, I hate Thursday night games, but I also love them at the same time, especially if your team's in it and especially if your team wins. Because if your team wins on Thursday night, you just get to kick back and watch football all weekend and have literally no stress. So I texted Bruno yesterday. I said, even when the Patriots aren't playing, they're still winning. Because yesterday, Mm -hmm. obviously, the Bills lost. Um now I will announce that the Patriots are in first place oh, yes. in the AFC East. I know, I know, y'all were wondering <laughs> where we were at, but uh, the Patriots are number one in the AFC East because the Bills lost and the Titans lost. Massive wins for the pa- massive wins for the Patriots, even though they already won this week. So Patriots win twenty-five nothing. Bruno, we're not math guys here, mm. but what was the score differential when the Falcons led the Super Bowl twenty-eight to three? What was that Hurt. score differential? I believe it was a quarter century, my good A quarter century was 25 (laughs) years in the slammer. (laughs) What am I on tonight? Jesus Christ. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) I think I'm just tired. Thanksgiving week, I'm ready. I'm ready to just do the damn thing. But they were, I mean, 25-point deficit. (sighs) This time the Falcons found themselves in a 25-point deficit. They didn't come back, Bruno. No comeback (laughs) for No little comeback for Atlanta. Oh, no. Chris Godwin just caught a touchdown. Gert! I, I should have looked to my I left. I thought you oh. just saw a ghost. Oh, 13 yards. Fuck me. Okay, that's God only that's only like uh, 8.8 <sighs> points. Should, we do a li- should I do a it's, live it's, score it, refresh? Am I right? 8.8? Kurt, I was down 5.28, and now I'm down 10.12. Okay, that's well. That's the opposite direction that I want that to be going. That's not good. You know what is good, right, though? Sorry. The rest of this Patriots yeah. performance. <laughs> sorry, this Patriots, sorry. No, Bruno, this Patriots. Bruno, I, I, let me say, I will, I will put a prayer in for you, my friend. Okay, uh, thank you. Yeah. My Lord. My Lord and Savior. Um, <laughs> where was I? Oh, yeah. The, Patri- <laughs> the Patriots defense, Bruno. Ever since uh. that Cowboys game, when they got absolutely mollywhopped by Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, and the Patriots end up giving up the most yardage they've ever given up in a singular game in franchise history, the defense has turned a corner. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I will say, uh, Thursday night football games, I had talked about this on either the live or the last podcast about how a lot of them have been, regardless of if a good team was playing a bad team or a good team against a good team or a bad team versus a bad team, most games have been really close. This one wasn't. The Patriots were, and I think that I think a large part of that goes to show um, the kind of team the Patriots have and the the coaching mismatch in this one again. And it's we've been saying that a couple times over the last couple weeks, that the coaching has made a huge difference in some of these games. And on a short week, your preparation's important. Because I, I said it, it was like it's like when the game ends on Sunday, uh, it's Wednesday night in reality for a Thursday night game. So your whole your whole schedule gets all messed up. And I think the Patriots did a really good job, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, kind of doing whatever they wanted to Atlanta. And um, we've kind of talked a little bit here and there on the pod about um, how the Patriots have kind of changed their defensive philosophy a little bit. They lose – well, not lose. They trade away Stephon Gilmore, who everyone thought right. would come back, and they'd have this whole – you know, J.C. Jackson covers the number two guy. Stephon Gilmore covers the number one guy. They play man across the board. They zero blitz, blah, blah, blah. No, we haven't really got that. And I think a lot of that is for a couple of reasons. One – 
who you have in the secondary. Jalen right. Mills, I think it would be a hard ask for Jalen Mills to go out and cover a number two guy, whoever it might be, all over the field. And the fact that the Patriots can get home on defense with four guys. So Matt Judon's been a, uh, just an issue for other teams. Uh, ten and a half sacks, his career high. Yep. Um, Christian Barnmore's been a beast. Oh, so good. And I have no problem admitting that early in the season, we were pretty down on both Dante Hightower and yep. Kyle Van Noy for being yep. very pedestrian at best. Well, again, this was nerdy of me, but I've watched the game back three times now. And I watched some of the, the coaches' film because I accidentally paid for NFL Game Pass again. Um, so you get like the all 24 film yep. or whatever. So Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy were, for, were phenomenal in this game. Kyle Van Noy lit up the stat sheet. Hightower didn't, but if you, I mean, if you know football and you understand the game, what he was asked to do in the game, he did it perfectly. Right. So right. it's really an optimistic sign for this Patriots defense as you you have a the biggest stretch of the season coming up with the Titans, the Bills, the Colts, and the Bills again. And if you look at this, the Patriots defense is playing out of their mind lately. And you have a team coming into Foxborough this week. With no Derrick Henry, who's averaging like 17 points a game without him. Yeah, that ain't really going to s- strike fear in you. <laughs> and then the Bills, who just put up a stinker. They really haven't beaten anybody all season. Their offense has been pretty pedestrian itself. Do they really scare you right now? The Colts should scare you. They should scare you. They have a big right. physical offensive line, good running game. Right. But... I don't really trust Carson Wentz as far as I can throw him. So all all things right now are kind of like I'm not trying to get my hopes too damn high, <laughs> but I'm like things are starting to kind of align for the Patriots. I don't know. Do you get the same feeling? Yeah, Kurt, I get the exact same feeling. I also sticking with your defensive uh, kind of like position we're taking here. I think it's been crucial that we've been able to get after the quarterback with the packages we're running, especially because, like you've been saying, we've been kind of switching up the secondary game plan week to week a little bit or depending on the weapons we're playing. I will say against the Falcons, no Ridley, no Corduroy Patterson. It was basically oh, just Kyle Corduroy. Pitts, who yeah. Kyle Pitts, he had like five, five or six catches, nothing too crazy. No, sorry, he had like three catches, five targets. Um, nothing too crazy, so that was good. We kind of shut him down. I will say, Kurt, I, can you confirm this for me? Speaking of pass rush, I think I saw Chase Winovich activated off injured reserve, possibly. Yes, so Chase Winovich was activated off of injured reserve. It was a one-for-one swap. Josh Uche has been put on injured reserve. Okay. So um, we lose an outside linebacker. We get an outside linebacker. Okay. But Uche and, and um, Winovich are asked to, asked to do two very different things. So like Chase Winovich is the guy who will get after the after the quarterback, blah blah blah. Right. Uche does the same thing, but Uche can also he can go out in coverage. He can do he can spy the quarterback. Right. You're not going to ask Chase Winovich to spy the quarterback or anything like that. <laughs> he's and, not a spy. And, guy. Yeah, he's not, not really his thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think um, that's my biggest takeaway from Thursday Night Football. The defense yeah. absolutely played phenomenally. Yeah. Uh, the end of the game was some of the wonkiest oh, yeah. things I've ever, ever, <laughs> ever seen in a football game. So the game was twenty-five nothing, but it really wasn't. It really wasn't that big of a margin the entire game. The right. Patriots were right. pretty handily in the lead. Like it was thirteen nothing, um, and they ended up getting it to six. The offense got it to sixteen nothing with five minutes to go in the game. Right. How did it end for Atlanta, Bruno? Let me explain hmm. this to you. Uh, yeah, explain and, it to me, Kurt. So it was uh, 
Well, <laughs> it's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's so, so bad. bad. They went interception, interception, interception to end the game <laughs> by three different quarterbacks. So the Patriots uh, have four interceptions total. They picked off Matt Ryan in some crucial situations, especially um, especially the one uh, McCourty had. Because the, yeah. they the the Falcons were kind of driving, there were some absolutely questionable questionable play calls for the right. Falcons. It reminded me there was a there was a period of this game in which it felt like I was watching the Super Bowl again because of the series of what happened. It was it was ten nothing Patriots at the, at the time. Um, it was third and one for Atlanta on the Patriots like third. 13 yard line no Mm -hmm. 23 yard line maybe that's i think that's what it was 23 yard line third and one and these asshats are like let's run play action well (laughs) that didn't work that was it had this really stupid stupid play call kyle van noy looked like a spider monkey jumping (laughs) up and down uh ends up sacking matt ryan for a 13 yard loss uh almost knocks him out of field goal range puts him puts him back so young hoku was had a 45-yard field goal attempt um, makes it, but wouldn't you believe? But, but wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> you hate to see the laundry on the field? Uh, flag on the play, illegal formation. Don't even know you. I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, um, bro, uh, bro. That's such a Falcons penalty. Yeah. <laughs> um, illegal formation. Take the field goal off the board. Young Hoku from 50 yards. No sir. No sir. <laughs> Simply no. Um, Simply no. So that was a, a huge play in the game, and then to end the game. Um, their backup, Josh Rosen, goes in, pick six, Kyle Van Noy to the house. Hilarious. And then Felipe Franks yep. comes in for literally one play <laughs> and is intercepted by Adrian Phillips, <laughs> and that is how the game ends. I mean, it was it was like I was in like an alternate universe. I was like, what is happening? What is happening? What is happening? So, yeah, the Patriots defense stole the show in this one. I will say the offense wasn't phenomenal. I thought the Falcons did a really good job. Uh, Dean Pease, their defensive coordinator, who is very familiar with the Patriots, very familiar with the Patriots' offensive system. He's a Ravens guy, right? He was a Ravens guy, a Titans right. guy. He beat Tom Brady oh. um, twice in the playoffs. Um, so he, he's been around the block. Yeah. Um, so I thought that the Falcons, I almost the Ravens, the Falcons mm-hmm. did a great job uh, disguising blitzes. That is the number one thing. Mac Jones, I think, has to work on. He's right. so accurate with the ball. He makes the right reads, blah, blah, blah. Um, he's really good post-snap. What he's not fantastic at is determining where the blitz is coming from. So there were a couple points in the game where um, it was mostly corner or secondary blitzes that kind of threw him off his game. So like Deron Harmon got in his grill at one point from safety. Shout out, uh, shout out Deron Harmon, the closer. Um, they had the slot corner come a couple times. And Mac just didn't see it. Mac got sacked three times. Um, some of them, some of them were on the offensive line, but also some of that is on Mac too. For he's got to see it and get rid of the ball. Um, what was what, what was your overall takeaway from the offense? So you kind of said it, but I'll just reemphasize it here. To be completely honest, we should have scored way more points yep. this game if we're being completely honest. Um, I think you and I can both say that. I mean, we kicked four field goals, right? I mean, at least two, if not three, of those should have been touchdowns. We had a couple penalties that affected us late down there. We could have a couple mix, miss executions. Kurt, I mean, again, we had a great end to the game. But for three quarters, it was basically like 13 to nothing. And, like, in a normal game, like, you don't normally go up 13 nothing and you're like, 
were definitely winning. Yeah, it was. I over. felt like we were definitely winning because the Falcons were that bad. Like they could not do anything on offense, nope. literally anything. Um, so I I wasn't worried that like we were gonna lose. But like again, this Falcons team just lost forty three to three to the Cowboys. I was expecting us to be able to score more points. And again, we had a pick six, Kurt. So we really only scored. Uh, so the point after failed on our on that pick six. So we really only scored 19 points on offense. Doesn't make you feel great that 12 of those points were field goals. You know what I mean? And yeah. at least at least from the offensive side, we did get Nelson Aguilar a touchdown. That was nice. I think it was like around 20 yards. That was nice to see because he has, again, we signed him to this kind of, you know, decent contract and we haven't been able to get him involved as much as we maybe like. So it was good to see that. But Kurt, again, we'll take the win. We also have to say it was a Thursday night, so we don't get the normal prep. And we know Bill Belichick teams are big on prep, right? So, like, didn't have the full week. So we'll take it. And, again, anytime you pitch a shutout, you're not going to complain too much. But I would hope with some extra rest and heading into the Titans game, I'm hoping our offense can play more like it did, you know, again, a couple of these games past rather yeah. than this game. Yeah, like Mac Jones was so good against Cleveland. He was so, so good. And the whole national media all week was like, Oh yeah. Like just they were hyping him up to be um you know like he's definite rookie of the year, he's going to lead the Patriots to Super Bowl, you know, could all that happen? Yeah, for sure, but I I think it just everyone kind of got a little bit too far ahead of themselves. And Mac was fine in this game. He went 22 of 26, 207 yards, a touchdown and an interception. The interception was not good. Um I don't know if John o. Smith ran the wrong route or it was just a force by Mac. It, it wasn't a good throw. The play wasn't good. Um, we don't need Mac to do that, though. If Mac can just be that game right. manager type, be deadly accurate with the ball, the Patriots are going to be just fine. Lean on that prolific running game that you have. And, uh, you know, when you have to throw, throw. Hunter Henry's been great. Um, yep. He had a really huge – like, the literally the play before the interception, he had this unbelievable throw to um, Hunter Henry that – he put it in a spot only Hunter Henry could catch it. So, like, Mac does that more times than he than not. But that interception was pretty un, uncalled for from him. Um, leads us to our three-up, three-down section. Bruno, mm-hmm. let's start with some of the ups, okay? Yeah. Number one, it's a tie. Damian yep. Harris and Ramondre Stevenson both had double-digit double carries, both average over five yards a carry. If the Patriots can do that, they're not going to lose many games going forward. Yep. You kind of have that two-headed monster at running back. Um I don't really think the the emergence of Stevenson is going to take away snaps from Harris. I think it's going to start kind of eating a little bit at Brandon Bolden stuff because Ramondre Stevenson has proven that he can catch the ball too. So both right. those guys have been great. Bruno, who's next on the on the up? We got we kind of already touched on it. Kyle Van Noy. It was a pretty electric pick six. I'm not going to lie. So anytime he can do that, especially again people questioning him, him having a year away from the Patriots, all this sort of stuff, he comes out and he's like, nope, fucking pick six in the books, boys. Yes, sir. Uh, the last up, it's Nick Folk. Did he miss another extra point? Yes, he did. And that's like his fourth missed extra point of the season. So that does kind of alarm you a little bit. But goddamn it, Bruno, all aboard the field goal express <laughs> because I mean, he he's been automatic pretty much this year he missed the tampa one and he missed like a 56 yarder and that's it that's all he's missed for field goals this year so do i probably just jinx him for this week probably but um he's been he's been phenomenal he's also the number one kicker in fantasy i don't know if you know that i did not know that um yeah it is pretty freaking crazy that after being in the league for like 15 years and then being out of the league for three years belichick's like why don't you come on back and all of a sudden yeah. <laughs> he's the best kicker in the league yeah what the fuck it's just like when they come to new england it's just like vinatieri Gostowski, yep. and now we got Nick yep. Folk. Is Gostowski in the league anymore? I don't think he is. No, I don't think he is. He was on the Titans, but then he got injured. So I think he's I think he's done though. Dunzo McTunzo. Bill knows when he knows. Yeah. Um Bruno wanna lead 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 the three down. 
Yeah. Um, Kurt, I'm going to be completely honest. That's the good. Punt return unit. I'm always honest. Always, I always tell the truth. You, you call, I ain't calling you a truther, but I'm a truther. <laughs> um, the punt return unit, Kurt. I was looking at the stats because usually, you know, you and I are big prep guys. You know what I mean? We look, we, we watch the all 22. Mm. We read all the reports. Mm. Kurt usually watches the game three more times on Monday morning. I have it three times. Yep. <laughs> so, Kurt, our three punt returns for a total of 17 yards today. Kurt, I have not really looked at the stats for a punt unit, re- punt return unit on the season, but I'm going to need it to do better than three returns for 17 yards. It's two games in a row where they've been really bad, and Jacoby Myers did it two games ago. Gunner was back this week. Just <clears throat> It's like we have a hard time fielding a punt. Like, just go fair catch it. Like, they let it bounce and it rolls. I'm like, just go field it. I don't know. Super right. weird. So, they're definitely yep. – they're, the whole unit is definitely the number one down. Number two, John o. Smith. We talk about he's – he's been on this list too many times. Um, for yeah. the amount of money he's getting paid, yeah, there's no production. There's no production wow. from him. Um, and I thought it was very – a very bad sign for John o. Smith today when Josh McDaniels was asked about him in his press conference. And – McDaniel said this was a foundational year for John New Smith. We just paid this motherfucker like $60 million. Yeah. <laughs> There's no time for a foundational year. Yeah. you got to show up and be good. And he yeah. has not been that, Bruno. So he's, he's, yeah. he's on the down. Yeah, Kurt. And then the last down, before I have one last point, um, the red zone offense are kind of like our offense finishing drives. Basically, that's kind of what I mean by that. We touched on already too many field goals. I'm happy we made our field goals. But, again, we should be scoring some touchdowns there. Yep. Kurt. So, obviously, we talked about the Titans next Sunday. Before we get there, we get to Thanksgiving. And speaking of press conferences, Mm -hmm. did you see Bill Belichick's absolutely electric quote in his press conference today about Thanksgiving? I am so (laughs) happy you brought us up. I I have it up. Okay, starch me up, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. Let's go. I had to retweet this today. The question. So, Mike Reese tweeted it. He probably asked it. I don't know. But he 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 said the question was. Yep. He said the question was, one side dish on the table for Thanksgiving? Question to Bill Belichick. And Bill Belichick goes, oh, boy. It would be hard for me to turn down any type of potatoes. I'll go with whatever. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Scalloped. Baked. Load them up. Throw some butter on there. Starch me up. Kurt, put starch me up on a t-shirt right now and sell it to me. If Barstool does not run with yeah. starch me up with like a frowny Bill Belichick face, we're doing it. We'll trademark it. Oh my Bro, god! I'll, I'll do it. I don't give a damn. I, was, I don't give a damn. Starch I me up, I saw dude. That. Starch so me funny. up. Yeah. So, Bruno. Well, the good news is before Sunday's massive game with the Titans, Belichick will be all starched up. Oh yeah. Thanksgiving will get him good, and uh, oh, yeah. we'll be ready to go for uh, um, this stretch run, which is going to be pretty nuts. Bruno, this is so exciting for us because. Last year, we didn't get to do this. There was nothing. Nope. We were talking about the path. Oh, can the Patriots somehow sneak <laughs> into the playoffs? I'll tell you what. It's a freaking red carpet path right now. Oh, it's just time to God. walk down it. So, hey. 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 Walk with me. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love let's take Let's take a stroll. Let's fucking stroll. All baby. right. Well, that, that leads us into the – we're going to stroll into something else now. We're strolling okay. right into the Stats Guy segment. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It's the Stats Guy segment. Oh, my God. Starch me up, baby! Starch me the fuck up, baby! One might say we are starched up. <laughs> Hello, Kings. Hello. Let's fucking go. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy to you tea. as well. Pip, pip, cheerio. There it is. Bruno and I have Long been... country for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, oh, well. Bruno, and I, Bruno and I have been, you know, it's been like goofing hours during this whole thing. I I was like an old country man at one point, and yep. then I took everyone to church. Yep. And Not just, me, though. We've, 
Did but, you show anybody your southern friend, Clydesdale? No. So here's a really, really quick fun story, Bruno. Bruno oh, saw no. this once, I think. Um, when I get drunk, oh no, there's an alter ego that comes out, and I'm a, I'm a man. His named name Cl- is Clydesdale. Oh, my, my name is Clydesdale, god. and I'm down from Charleston, y'all. You understand? Charleston. Charleston. Oh, Charleston. Oh y'all. my god. Down in Charleston, we have great food, and it's just very strange <laughs> how it comes. <laughs> and it's a little god. like Bill Cosby. Okay, well, uh, we, we didn't need that. Kid, kid show. Did kid show. Kid show. Good job. Uh, yes, Bill Cosby was my senior quote. I wish that what it wasn't. Yep. But do I even dare ask what the quote was? I don't know. I looked it up on Google like an hour something before it was due. Failing. Yeah. Your fear of failure should be greater than your no. Your something for success. Desire to succeed should, should be, be greater, greater than, your, than your fear of your failure. failure. You should have just attributed that to Bill Belichick instead. <laughs> I should have. Attributed I can go back. to Clydesdale himself. Yeah. Mm. Clydesdale. Clydesdale. Okay. Down on the farm. <laughs> Sorry. It makes me uncomfortable every single time he does it. So apologies really, in advance. Really Love it. Um, so because it's Thanksgiving and mm. I'm so popular, I have four Thanksgivings to celebrate this year. Four? Yeah. One Friendsgiving one. this past weekend. I had a Worksgiving this morning. Real Thanksgiving Thursday and another oh Friendsgiving on Saturday. God. Let me tell you, there See is you a there. lot of, oh, what's the chemical? Starch. Do, 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 do. Tryptophan. Mm, Lots turkey. of tryptophan yep. <laughs> in my body. Um, wow, I never thought I could uh, sing and type at the same time. That was mm. really impressive of me. Mm. Anywho, mm. um, so I'm about halfway through with my Thanksgivings this week. And so I figured I would make this a Thanksgiving episode, just like my favorite series, Friends. Mm. Um, that has a Thanksgiving episode every season, I think. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I think you're right. So Thanksgiving is a holiday that um, <laughs> football wow, We got synapses firing <laughs> wow. last week, and we got, friends, <laughs> we got friends references again this week. I love this. The synapses yeah, yeah, yeah. are firing. Football. <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving is a holiday that football is often played on, kind of like Christmas Eve, yada, yada. Yeah. So I was like, let's look up some stats about thanksgiving day football okay Mm, i like that do you guys know the two teams i feel like this always just ends up turning into lions cowboys am i right okay you didn't even let me finish the (laughs) sentence but yeah unfortunately you are simply correct the two teams who have the like longest standing tradition of playing on thanksgiving are the dallas cowboys and the detroit lions which previously words they're hard Previously used to be called the Portsmouth Spartans. Mm. They were originally mm. from Portsmouth, Ohio. Who was? The Detroit Lions. Oh, they should I go back there. That. So as you can see, and the podcast listeners cannot see, oh, but yes. this these couple of articles I found were literal historical novels. <laughs> and anybody who knew me in high school knew me as someone who absolutely did not read anything in mm. history classes because... They're so mind-numbingly boring. Mm. But a couple of things stood out to me in this. One of them was about, um, like, when football started, Mm. which was, like, I don't have the exact year, sorry. But, like, it said something, 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 1890, just a couple years after the the game of football was invented. 1890? Mm -hmm. I don't Mm. know why, but that absolutely blows my mind that means that they were playing football at the same time people were coming to america through ellis island Mm -hmm. 
Certainly. I just can't put those two things together in my yeah, head. It's pretty crazy. It's like I'm sure it's the like, sport looked nothing the same, but yeah, and it wasn't well, like, the NFL either because that was the '60s, right? Yeah, it, it's be correct. It's just uh, it's so interesting how all these sports like kind of came to fruition. Like you think about basketball, though, like, they literally played a it literal with, basket, like an orange basket. Yeah, and they threw like basket. What, peach, and they threw it like what watermelon threw it or something, wasn't it? Something like watermelon that. Watermelon sugar, hi. Not that kind of podcast. This is a kid's show. It is. Your kid show. Oh, Thanks. <laughs> door, 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 the explorer. That was uh, uh, Swiper. Uh-oh. No swiping. Uh-oh. Okay. So um, <laughs> Stop it. the Detroit Lions started playing on Thanksgiving Day in the 1930s. And the only years that they ever took a break from playing football. This is another stat that's like so obvious to people who know anything about the world. But to me, it's just like I cannot put these two things at the same time. They started playing football on Thanksgiving in the 30s. And the only Thanksgiving days that they have had breaks of not playing on Thanksgiving were between 1939 and 1944. Does anybody know why? No idea. World War Two. World War Two, baby. Whoa, history guy, baby. Let's go. Big history guy, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like Holocaust football mm. never really put those two things in the same category it's just yeah. wild that that was happening at the same time yeah the detroit lions were playing thanksgiving football during world war ii well i guess they weren't because that's when they paused but prior to world war ii and then yeah. after that's pretty crazy it is crazy and you don't time. really stop to think about that yeah time social construct mm. no or like you think about the stats like this stuff always blows my mind it's like betty white was born like three years before like loaves of bread were sold sliced so when they say say like oh it's older than sliced bread like literally betty white was older is older than sliced bread yep that's wild holy shit. that's pretty much the entire stat it just i had to stop there because i was so mind blown at the timeline I, hey i appreciate it i appreciate, I appreciate it. you that's- appreciating me that's oh, some you A push. Oh, you want Clydesdale to come back out now? Oh, here, <laughs> oh, no. that's some big SAT A push information. I was a huge. Was that A-push on your guy. AP exam? Huge A push guy. I, so A push was, was the best. A push was the best. I oh, love yeah. American history. I should have known the World War II thing. And I'm proud I took American to be studies. an American. Cause Where at least I know I'm one. free, and I won't. I'm gonna stop right there. Uh, yeah, Forget yep. yeah, you are. The man um, so I was like, okay, since I cannot focus on the rest of this article because it's a lot of black and white pictures and a lot of years being tossed around, and like I could not get my mind past like Hitler and football, the NFL existing at the same time. Like I, I just can't get over it. I was like, you know what? We'll just we'll just start to ask the boys about themselves. And I know that Bill Belichick was asked a similar question, and mm-hmm. he said, "Starch me up, baby." Starch mm-hmm. me up, baby. Favorite Thanksgiving Day food item bruno Cart? you go first no bruno first okay oh, ladies okay. first oh, oh. Well, Kurt, now am i ladies and gentlefish ladies and gentlefish um my, honestly my family pretty much does a basic thanksgiving i don't do anything crazy i mean mashed potatoes are are probably the goat for me i mean i'm fine with turkey too i'm not really that like passionate about thanksgiving food if we're gonna be honest i don't have a lot of strong taste i just i eat it stats guys a big thanksgiving it's kind of Guy. overrated. I'm a bit. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> not to open that can of worms. I don't know. I you know. Okay, so here's more the like f- not to open that can of cranberry sauce. Okay. Hey, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. 
so if we're gonna be honest here and it's all about honesty we're, we're a bunch of close amigos and amigas we're just we're just trying to be honest here last year I think a lot of families did something like this where we did, my family didn't really have a big Thanksgiving because of COVID. Mm. We just made, but my mom and dad just made like steak and like broccoli and it was like a thousand times better. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this every year. So I would take steak and broccoli any day over turkey. Yeah. So maybe I'm a little biased because of last year, but you know what? It's fine. I'll eat it. We'll, we'll do our thing. Uh, so I, this does not come as a shock to anyone who remotely knows me, but I'm a very picky eater. And mm. Chicken containers and fries. Hey, yo, you already know. <laughs> uh, what normally my plate used to look like was white meat turkey. I wouldn't even touch the dark meat. Mm. And uh, mashed potatoes. And that was literally, that was all that was on my plate. Yep. It was tan. Yep. And it was like <laughs> tan. <laughs> Darker tan. <laughs> Darker tan. But I, I have since come to a little bit. And I... I love me all sorts of kind of potatoes, just like Billy Belichick. I, I love, I love starch those starches. Me up, starch me up. Um, I'm going to get that tattooed on my ass if we win the Super Bowl. That's, <laughs> oh, that's a – Oh, stats guy, mark this down right now. <laughs> starch me up. Can you say that again for the camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there a camera I'm supposed to be looking into? Oh, hold on. No. All right. Yeah, let's, let's just get this whole thing going. Breaking that fourth wall, Bruno. Five, right? like, six, seven, eight. I will get starch me up tattooed on my literal ass cheek. If the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year in 2021-22. And that is, what's the date? November? 22nd at 8.53 p.m. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so I have that on video. But well, as my finger well, on, was slamming the stop button, you want to know what I realized? What? I'm listening to headphones, and I just held up my phone to record my laptop where no one could hear that. But <sighs> lucky for all of us, I have a very proficient lip reader in my house. Oh, wow. Thank God. <laughs> so if um, I ever need to know what you were saying before, I'll just ask my, uh, ask my pal, my dad. I, um, I, my favorite is still um, – wait, why, hold on. Why are your headphones plugged into your phone? My headphones are plugged into my computer, but oh, I held but my no phone up to record no the screen. So they could hear me say 5678, and then they could hear me say, what's the date? Okay. Well, Ooh, that rhymes. Bars. It, hey, like Eminem, like the real Slim Shady. Put down Let's the pretend. pen. M. Marshall Mather never picked up a pen. Cart's I mean, favorite s- Thanksgiving food is stuffing. his mom's spaghetti. Nope, it's stuffing. <laughs> Just like I, see there. I see what you did oh, there. Oh, I was like, wait, my mom doesn't make spaghetti on Thanksgiving. It's <laughs> stuffing. It's really, really, really freaking good. Um, it needs to have some kind of meat in it, though, whether it's hamburger or sausage, whatever. Um, sausage. Sausage. Yeah, I'm a big stuffing guy. I like to get. All that. Were you about stuffing. to say you like to get stuff, Kurt? Because <laughs> yes. I thought that's where you I, were going. That is where I was we going. can go somewhere with that. <laughs> and I put up the big old. <laughs> oh. Come on. I read that. I, like, I knew what? that's where you were going. It's like I like to get a whole lot of stuff on there. You like to stuff your plate. One stuff my plate. Oh my god, Jesus. <laughs> That was so good. <laughs> I'm a different shade of red. Oh. Um, What's your stats, guy? Literally yeah. every single ounce of it. Yeah, oh. you're a big Thanksgiving gal. Even the um, gravy. I hate <sighs> gravy. Best part. Ugh. Kurt doesn't like anything, like, saucy. I don't like things wet. I was going to say that, but I was like, I, you know, after the stuffed <laughs> comment, I really don't want to go down that road again. <laughs> I, want, I, liked, I like to be stuffed, and I don't like to be wet. Oh, no. No, so here's the tea. So my first um, Thanksgiving Friendsgiving I had this past weekend, my gracious hosts, love them dearly, they made, like, the canned gravy. Okay. Canned little gravy? Ge- little gelatinous. You got to, like, mm. make gelatinous. the gravy. Yeah, not the tea. That's a good word. Jeez. 
you got to make your gravy from the turkey drippings and then you got to like make a roux, you know, so it's really a roux. R O U X. I'll give you a roux. Bruno, why did you just no, send thank me this? You. Did you know that's what the lyric is from though? That's what I had been saying. What? No. Yeah. When he, that's how he starts off the verse. He goes, let's pretend Marshall Mathers never picked up a pen. Oh my God. Oh, uh, Okay. It's part two, though. It's part, part two. two. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I feel like you guys are attending a different party than the one I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's a private. Surprise it's M and M stuff. I wouldn't get it. Nope. Um. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Absolutely adore. Today, though, for my worksgiving, I did have beef. But my coworkers were talking about you got beef with who you spill that tea who you got got beef with with lots of people. But we had like a beef tenderloin thing. Oh yum! They were talking about how they're all obsessed with having wait for it ham on Thanksgiving. I could not think of a worse meat. Period. (laughs) But also on the best meat day of the year. Bruno, close your ears. Ham. Ham is for Easter and sometimes Christmas. Close your ears, Bruno. Slams headphones closer <laughs> into ears. I just wanted to see if you'd catch To hear in high def. Well, can I just, Kurt, can I say something? Um, Kurt. Do like I have a, to close my ears? No, 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 you do not. Kurt, okay. like a Thanksgiving turkey, a holiday ham, cinnamon sprinkled on toast, a strawberry Marie. marmalade jam. Jam! <laughs> okay, That's now you guys Br- are at an even different party. <laughs> That's how Bruno opened the show. That's how I oh. opened the show. Speaking about ham, it. we're talking ham. Big ham, it all guys. came full circle today. Yeah, fucking Hickory full honey fucking. ham. Um, Shout out Christmas with the Cranks. Pick... Hickory honey ham. I know. Hickory honey ham. If In you a know, freaking you know. ham. I just like ham was never my tea. And I just like they're like, oh, we go to this place that makes like a great honey spiraled ham. My grandmother used to send us a ham. What the hell is the deal with the ham and how it's cut? If I, don't... I ever get sent a ham in the mail, it's going <laughs> right in the trash. I send it back. I Just like Michael Scott. Up to the trash. Oh, I am the trash. <laughs> okay. Uh, third party <laughs> since I've been here. Um, I don't understand the ham thing. But anyways, turkeys, delish. Stuffing, absolutely superior. I like to be stuffed. Has to be made right, though. What? Nice. <laughs> no. Mashed potatoes, elite food group. That was butter, your favorite gravy. food for like 15 years of your life. Oh, been my favorite food i just have slowed myself down on consumption because otherwise i would actually be featured on the tlc show (laughs) thousand pound sisters but i'd be the only sister on the show my 600 pound life (laughs) no i'd be on thousand pound sisters just with myself um anywho yeah it's all so good not really like a big rolls gal but i do love making like a good sandwich with scraps on my plate yeah um, where is it? We uh, D'Angelo's. You want the Thanksgiving? The Thanksgiving toasted. It's the best sandwich <laughs> in the world. It's turkey stuffing, uh, cheese, cranberry sauce, and then Ooh. they give you a vat Ooh. of gravy to dip it in, like a Reuben. What are your words? A, a vat? vat? Sounds Ooh, poisonous. So good. I was thinking Ooh. about that when I started asking. I was like, I gotta tell them that literally, if I was ever to go to D'Angelo's, it's Thanksgiving toasted or die. I knew. I knew. I knew. And I, knew. I completely forgot about it because I've been thinking about the whole menu. I it got just, you. I got I your back. I black out when I think about Thanksgiving. I got your back. <laughs> well, it's coming. 
Just well, like behind me, you guys can see the outfit that I picked out to wear on Thanksgiving. And as you oh. can see, it's a very loose dress, so I don't have to worry about um, pants restricting my diet on Thursday. Yeah, I bring a change of sweatpants for when I fall asleep on the Rupp's couch. So I will be doing that again this week. Um, Best of luck. But I think uh, I think that puts a wrap to this. We've been talking about Thanksgiving for the last 10 minutes, so I think we're done. 16. <laughs> nope. Well, you gave a stat about World War II and football and Hitler. And but it was about stuff. football and Thanksgiving. Yeah. You're right. Were you here for that party? Yeah, but I was also watching <laughs> Monday Night Football at the same time. So let's let's rickety-rockety roll. <laughs> I, I think we're all picking up what Kurt's putting down here, stats guy. Uh, you know, it's been a wonderful ride. Uh, mm. An absolute delight. No, nope. uh, Can't say the same. Not, it, much, no. not much turbulence this episode. You know, uh, it wasn't a rocky road because that's a terrible ice cream flavor. But we'll save that for another week. I was trying to filibuster on my way to another Dell song, but I got nothing. <laughs> oh, Stats guy, we did we did a Dell song today. <gasps> yeah. Then Bruno, you need to start going easier on me because you're kind of a little me. I already made that. Oh, one. my little we love did that one easy. Yeah, on we me. already did that. We've done them all. I already used. I'm gonna turning... go drown myself in the River Lee. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I can't love you in the dark. Hmm. Hmm. Well. I'm starting to get a migraine. I need a remedy. Okay. Well, it seems like Stats guy needs to drown herself in a vat of gravy. So we'll let her do that this Thanksgiving. Starch me up. <laughs> Starch me up, baby. Starch well, me up, baby. We from playing the field. Uh, <laughs> hope you all. Ha oh, you know what, Kurt? This makes me think. If there's three games on yes, Thanksgiving, we should do a Thanksgiving edition. We should do a Thanksgiving, but that Am we'll I have invited? to court. Well, last week you weren't, and you were still there. That's, this is true. <laughs> so I don't think that matters, Stats Guy. <laughs> I'm just, you guys are at so many parties without me. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk if it's going to be a Wednesday night thing or yeah. a Thursday morning thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that. But stay tuned. We're going to do the pick six involving Thanksgiving this year. Maybe we'll have a little turkey prize. But uh, as Stats Guy said, uh, people fucking love Thanksgiving. So if you do, fucking enjoy that shit. If you don't, take the day and do what you ever got to do, whether it's steak whether it's fucking ham, whether it's fucking falling asleep on the Rupp's couch, whatever you want to fucking mm -hmm. do, just do your damn thing on Thanksgiving. We will see you on the Pick 6 this week, which is probably going to be in a couple days. And we will see you next time on Playing the Field. Bye, guys. Toodles.